Welcome to Honey, I'm Homeschooling the Kids, a podcast that steps into alternative education, parenting, and living a funner, fuller family life. I'm Robin, home educator, unschooling mom to two funny, eclectic kids, and we're here to create a space for families to listen, connect, learn from others, and be inspired. Join us every two weeks to hear interviews and tips from experts in learning, education, and parenting, and stories from families that are playing full out in the arena of life and education. World schooling, unschooling, alternative schooling, homeschooling, or just creating a whole new style of learning. Welcome to Honey, I'm Homeschooling the Kids. My name's Robin Robertson. And yes, I'm the host and creator of this podcast and platform. And I am an unschooling, home-educating parent myself to two kids. And we have been, the four of us, our family of four, have been on this journey for about nine years and counting. And really, it's day by day, year by year, learning every step of the way. So first, I want to give a shout out to all of you that are tuning in for this episode and any others you plan to tune into or have listened to over the years. I truly appreciate you. You know, if you've received support, inspiration, knowledge, resources, or connection through this podcast, that is my purpose. And I'm very happy if you have, and I really love hearing that feedback as well. So send me an email, reach out through social media, DM me, whatever you need to do. Join my newsletter and email list as well. And that's a great way to send direct replies to me as well. One other way that, you know, I always appreciate the support. And one way that really helps support the podcast is through my Patreon community. If you go to patreon.com slash honey, I'm homeschooling the kids. And there's a link in the show notes as well. And, but another way as well is by leaving a review. I always appreciate the reviews. I try my best to read through them and learn from them as well. So I'll share one today as an example, education for the home educators. I learned so much from Robin from this podcast and across all of her platforms. The warm and knowledgeable interview format and interesting guests all help grow and expand me as a homeschooling parent. I appreciate the common struggles, insecurities, and ideals we all share, and listening to how each homeschooler navigates these areas is such a rich resource to learn from. Thank you, Robin, for such important work supporting the homeschooling and unschooling community. Thank you. That is like, you nailed exactly what I hope to do and accomplish here, and I really appreciate it. And that is TXAGKPAT03. I just kind of had to spell it out because I'm not sure if there's another way to say that. So, But really, if you just say thank you, I've appreciated it. Whatever you want to express as well, I, I appreciate all of the feedback as well. So this episode, if you've listened to the last interview with my wonderful son, um, sharing his experience as a unschooler, unschooling teen following his passions. You might have also caught him being interviewed on the Inspired Ed series with Galileo in their clubhouse room. They also shared on their podcast and they had a feature on my son talking about following your passions and growing up unschooling as well. I can actually share that link in the show notes too. But we continue with these wonderful conversations of unschoolers that are teens or grown unschoolers. And this one is with my friend Tyra Hunter and her daughter Zoe. 
They are unschoolers. Zoe's a grown unschooler and commissioned artist. And this is a fantastic conversation. I'd love to hear feedback and what you appreciated about it. It's honest and real. And again, like the last one is off the cuff for these two, un, you know, for these unschoolers. So I appreciate the time and the thoughtful answers that they provide for us as well. It's a great way to learn and be inspired. And speaking of inspiration, if you are looking for more support and inspiration in your self-directed unschooling or homeschooling journey, I have it. So definitely listen to the podcast and the episodes in this podcast, but also we have a wonderful summit coming up March 18th, How to Be an Awesome Homeschooler Summit. It's our second summit. The three R's of learning is what we're focusing on. Not reading, writing, arithmetic, but reclaim, resist, resilience. If you get a chance to go to my social media, you'll see a few preview interviews or lives and and um, what we'll be talking about and sharing in the summit. So we have Ainsley Arment, founder of Wild and Free, joining us to talk. Her keynote will be on reclaiming. We have Leah McDermott of Your Natural Learner speaking to resilience. Leah will be doing a keynote and as well recording a live podcast interview with me as well on the three R's, resilience, reclaim, resist, but also reading, writing, arithmetic as well within the self-directed learning format. We have Karima Akila of the Genius School sharing her keynote on resist. And if you listen to her live with me on Instagram that, I mean, I'm excited. I get goosebumps. She's so powerful on that as well. We have Karen Ricks with Our Kitchen Classroom and Karen is like world schooling chef extraordinaire. She's a firm believer in play and learning through real life experience. So she'll be doing a keynote as well as a workshop on play with your food, which is fantastic. And then we have Kelly Edwards of the 90 Minute School Day and myself who will be offering a keynote on reclaim and reclaiming specifically the teen years, how we can, we're going to unpack the myths around teens. You know, those myths like they aren't responsible. If you don't direct every step of the way, they won't be able to make good choices or do anything but play video games. Uh, They don't understand or know how to to do work or create things, you know, all the myths that go along with those teenage years, we're going to be speaking to those and how we can support our teens to be conscious and responsible, but enjoy their themselves as they are and follow their interests and passions and how we can support them in self-directed learning and autonomy as well. So definitely check it out, our summit, How to Be an Awesome Homeschooler, our fantastic sponsors, Math Codes, Praxis, CoLearn, Phonics in Motion, Maple Rose, Conscious Homeschooling, um, Capturing the Charmed Life, 90-Minute School Day, and us, Honey, I'm Homeschooling the Kids. So I'll leave all the links in the show notes, but let me know what you think about this episode. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to Honey, I'm Homeschooling the Kids. I'm actually really excited to have a friend of mine and her daughter on today. Uh, We have Tyra Hunter and Zoe Hunter joining us. And I think this is going to be a great interview and a great episode. And 
I know that many of you listening are going to enjoy it and you will learn a ton from hearing Zoe and Tyra's story and the experience that they have over the years. So Tyra Hunter is a stay-at-home mom. She's a she's de-schooling, game-schooling, and unschooling coach, manager, and mom to Zoe. So Tyra and Zoe, they started, and, and Zoe's dad, started their homeschooling journey nine years ago and eventually transitioned to unschooling. Tyra says that the benefits of unschooling put her daughter on a path to have a career in art and the freedom to pursue her passions on her own terms. And Zoe Hunter, Zoe is born in Kansas City, Missouri. Zoe Hunter lives in Orlando with her parents, where the 19-year-old was unschooled to freely pursue her passions. Zoe's father, John Hunter, is an artist that has cultivated her interest in the arts by providing her guidance and creative spaces that she needed to grow in her passions at an early age. So welcome, Zoe and Tyra. Thank you, Robin, for having us. Um, I'm very, I'm honored. I'm here to talk to you. I'm glad these much. So yeah, we we get a chance actually to chat often, like through Clubhouse and texting and stuff. But I'm excited to have you guys both on the podcast. So I appreciate you both being here. I I'm I'm excited to do this with you. Thank you. So to begin, I think maybe it will probably help if if you guys can share a little bit about your journey into unschooling. Why did you choose to unschool in the first place or even leave school? Because Zoe, you were in school and then you left school to homeschool and then like you became unschoolers over a bit of time. But why did you even choose to leave school? Well, I was bored. Uh, <laughs> to be told, I was very bored of classes because they were all the same, but just different uh, different things like math, language, art, mended together a lot of the times. And I was just spacing out a lot. And even the teacher noticed. And I failed an open book test. It was so easy. I was just so out of it when we were doing the test. I just, it was like last minute. And I was like, oh my God, I got to write this down. I got to write this down. And I was like, I know I failed. I know I failed already, but it's, it's whatever. It's whatever now. I didn't care. It, it, it was at that point, I didn't care about school. And I used to love school. I love learning. But once that moment hit, I'm like, I don't want to do any of this anymore. And then the, and that was fourth grade. Yeah, fourth grade. And the next, I think, week, I got the test back and I had to do it at home. So I can pass. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not doing this at all. So I was just like, I'm just, just fail, put it in my book bag. And I was like, I'm just fail it tomorrow, whatever. And my mom was cleaning out my book bag when we were about to leave. I'm like, oh no, she's gonna see the test. And she saw it and she's like, what in the world is this? Like, this was an open book test. How'd you fail it? And I just started crying. And I was like, Ma, I am bored out of my mind in, in school. It's so like, it's very bland. It was no fun, no nothing. It was just do this, do this, do this, have half an hour to eat, you get no recess, and then do this more, PE, you're done, sleep. It was like, oh God, I don't want to do this anymore. And my mom was like, yeah. And so my mom was like, okay, something's got to change because this is not, this is not it. Like my daughter is smart. 
she could pass this. Something's got to change. And so she talked to my teacher. Uh, it was after school. And even the teacher was like, yeah, if she's bored, you can take her out. I'll help you. That's her teacher. <laughs> yeah, that's my public school teacher. Yeah, like, I'll help you. I will be her, uh, not tutor. But she, my, she, she became uh, her evaluator. evaluator right? Yeah, I'll be your evaluator for a couple of years. She's like, okay. Uh, but Zoe is not saying as well. And what I saw was that Zoe was depressed. Hmm. I mean, just for her to all of a sudden just cry and she didn't want to go to school. That was just like a, an eye opener. I was like, my Zoe loves school. Because she loved her teachers. Don't get me wrong. She loved, But she was so bored out of her mind. Um, she, you know, the kids weren't her type of, you know, she was a different child, very friendly, outgoing. She really didn't know anybody. And the kids were different, you know, kind of cliquish. The kids weren't really nice to each other. You know, they weren't nice to each other. And Zoe was like, you know, this is not going to work, mom. And, you know, I was able to stay home. And I talked to her teacher and I'm like, you know, I've been thinking about keeping her at home into into homeschooler. And like, like Zoe said, the teacher was like, how can I help you? Because she even saw um, the change in Zoe because that teacher actually knew Zoe in third grade because we moved here when she's in third grade. And she liked Zoe and she was just a reading teacher at the time. So she really wanted Zoe to be in her fourth grade class. So she already knew Zoe. She even <laughs> recognized the change. And I really don't say that, but she recognized it. Mm -hmm. And so when I said I was going to take her out and homeschool her, she was all for it because she was worried about Zoe. Because Zoe is very, was very, is and was very smart. She's been on the honor roll since kindergarten, you yeah. know. Yeah. Very smart. And she just could not understand how Zoe was flunking tests and just not caring. Oh, that, that was not Zoe. And so I took her out, you know. And then, mistakenly. Yeah. <laughs> just repeated what we just left. <laughs> well, we, we do we do the best that we can. And we do first, usually what we know, right? It's the easy right. thing that we know until we learn better, really. But I, I do want to go back for a second. Mm -hmm. So. Okay, so that was grade four. Zoe, were you, was that the first year that you were feeling that or was it a gradual buildup over the years that you were feeling less connected to school or to your classmates and to what you were doing and create, even with your teacher? Like your teacher sounds like a great, like she sounds like she was very in tune, but also yeah. helpless in the way where she was like, yeah, take her out because we can't do anything for her right. there. Right. But but was it something that started just happening that year or was it over the years that it, was, it got bigger? It was, yeah, it was over the years uh, because especially with the students, my only friends were the teachers. <laughs> <laughs> she's not she's telling the truth, Robin. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I only had one friend uh, in my in my age, in like age range. Uh, we were pretty cool, but really the only people I hung out with were my teachers and the librarian and the secretary. <laughs> uh, but with the schooling, it was I at first because I wasn't used to it. I was so used to having recess 
before and after lunch, you know, so I can rest my mind and recharge again and have fun with my classmates, but that didn't happen. So was that a school policy or what was that? Yes. Yes. That, that, That particular school did not have recess. The only the wow. only uh, grade who had recess was the first graders. That what? Yes. Yeah, that just seems like, an, like what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. 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 Wow. Well, even did, did your third grade class, because Zoe went to a different school. No, it was the same school in third grade. And the, it was the beginning. See, we moved and we moved twice. The The school she went to at the beginning did that have, did they have recess? No. Oh, that I did not know. No, we did not have So recess. none of her, none of her schools she went to here had recess. Only wow. the first and the second graders. Oh, in both schools. In both okay. Schools. All right. Well, no, wow. first and second grade in the first school, only first grade in the second school. Wow. In McCoy. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. Wow. wow. Okay. Okay. So that's a whole other conversation right there. <laughs> that's a whole yeah, other it conversation. Was, it was a lot. The yeah. only time we did have off was if we, if we could ask to go to the library and read mm-hmm. and then, but a lot of kids, a lot of kids sneaked off to go play. <laughs> of course. Oh, wow. Like, why wouldn't you? Of course. Yeah. Okay. Uh, That's disturbing. Yeah. A lot of them snuck off uh, to go play outside on the swings or just talk and walk. But we were supposed to use that for library time, but they used it for other stuff. So, uh, so, okay, so I just, I'm sorry, I don't understand. <laughs> Is this like yeah, a- I know. It was, <laughs> this can't get over. it was a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this like a policy that the whole district implemented? Was there like this crazy stuff going on in the playground? They didn't feel kids were safe out? Like what? I don't understand how they could just keep kids inside like prison all day long like especially yeah. when you're grade three four or five like you got to go outside just for your general health let's remember the second school was second grade on up yeah did not go outside and play nope wow no. okay and know. did they talk about this is our reasoning why we don't have recess because this school believes something like nothing yes, was i was never told why i, I was go ahead i was mm-hmm. never told why we couldn't have recess uh, one of the teachers told me that we needed more time to focus on our studies. That's what I was told. Wow. Yeah, yeah that's what I, I was guess told. so. so but was, this, was this a hardcore academic school and they felt that kids just needed to be in their desk to study all the time or? This was this. We had something here called the FCAT. Major testing here. Okay. In fact, the kids were acclimated to this test in, in kindergarten. Yeah. Wow. Okay. No, we didn't start here in the school district until she was in the third grade. Mm-hmm. So when we came from Kansas, they didn't, you know, growing up, we had the California achievement tests. You know, that was just to see how you were doing through school. I mean, that was since I was little. It was not, it was a test to see, but it wasn't a test that it was like, if, <laughs> if you don't pass it, you don't pass the grade. Yeah. If you fail the test, you need to restart the whole grade. Yes. Wow. Wow. Do they still have this? Um, I don't know. I've been so out of touch with the public school in the past almost nine years. Nine years. <laughs> I, I have I have no idea. But when Zoe, yeah, another reason why her teacher was so gung-ho for me to leave was that Common Core was coming. 
And um, she was like, yeah, Zoe, yeah, I can see Zoe can. She told me that if I had been another type of parent, that she would be like, no, she needs to stay in school. But because I was such a on hands parent, I was up at the school all the time. Yeah. I was a homeroom mother. Uh, I went on field trips. I had the teacher's phone number. Mm-hmm. They had mine. I was that kind of mother. Yeah. I, you know, I was heavily involved uh, in the school. You know, I was a Girl Scout leader. I was whatever you need me to be. I will be there because I want to know what's going on in my child's. Absolutely. Hey, you know, and so she told me something was coming that is for the best that Zoe does leave public school. I mean, this is a teacher. Yep. And she was a young teacher, Robin. And she told me that if she hadn't already paid, you know, so much to go to school, she probably wouldn't have been a teacher. Mm-hmm. Wow. Five years ago. And, um, and it was so funny is that when Zoe started homeschooling and she had to get, um, evaluator every year she was our evaluator for about two years two years yep. Yep. because that's all she could do yeah she was because she kept up with zoe right and she said, she said i knew zoe was going to do even better outside of public school because of the mother i was but she also told me oh, this is the teacher she also told me that i was spending too much time teaching zoe one of Zoe not 25 she said yes it takes me from you know eight o'clock in the morning till three or four o'clock um because I have so many kids she said you have one should not take that long so I got that from a teacher but Mm -hmm. Robin did I listen no (laughs) No. tell us Zoe tell us (laughs) not listen (laughs) how long did it take her to finally listen (laughs) uh about two and a half three years maybe yeah so so are you both are you both saying that once you came home to homeschool that you brought school to home and school stuff like for hours upon hours upon hours every day yes okay that's what i'm saying i even got to the point where i was going to have zoe wear a shirt and have on it our our school name yeah hunter's academy I remember you telling me that. I'm sorry yeah. to laugh, but because now it's like, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I almost did that. And so it was like, no. Are you insane? No, I'm not doing it. Yeah, it was it was getting to that point. And like I was a private school. I'm like, I'm no. And 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 I was doing my schedule every weekend, wasn't I? Yes. For the whole week. I mean, Robin, it was it was serious and deep. And I would get so frustrated because my schedule was busted almost every day because life happened. Yeah. yeah. And I'd become frustrated. And then I was like, Zoe, well, we have to add on to the next day, but we missed it. It was just an ever, uh, uh, just a, it was horrible. It was horrible. (laughs) (laughs) I told her, you're going back to school. You're just going back. And I would say that all the time. She looked at me like, yeah, no, I'm not. No, you're not. So then what was the change after two years of like 
excuse me, like busting your ass really for yes. both of you yes. doing hours and hours of schoolwork after you've left a school that's hardcore by the sound, like, you know, there's no doubt about it was your teacher even said like, free yourselves, yeah. <laughs> you know, take her, yeah. go as quickly as you can. Yes. What was the change then from shifting okay. from hardcore school at home to relaxing and my dad, my husband, uh, <laughs> He got tired of us just gnawing at each other, fighting, fighting, getting crying. crying. Oh my God. The tears that were shed almost every week was heartbreaking. And my dad was like, okay, y'all need to sit down and we're going to have a quick talk. It was a really quick talk. It was like five minutes. He's like, stop doing this. (laughs) (laughs) Stop. Something needs to change. Yes. He was like, I can't, I'm not even here. He's like, because you know, my husband works very long hours. Yeah. And he was trying to sleep during the day. And he would just hear, and he would just hear this yelling and crying. And, oh, and he was finally, he was like, I can't, I can't take this no more. This has been going on for such a long time. My husband was the point where you, public school wasn't working. Mm-hmm. So let's take her out. Because yeah. at first he was very... Like, yeah, homeschooling is not going to happen here in this house until he realized how much public school was uh, making Zoe be the way she was. And he was like, yeah, she's got to leave. So then we came here and came home and then homeschooling wasn't working. My husband was like, what the heck am I what are you do? doing? You yeah. know, what's going to work? And I didn't even tell him that... <laughs> I was, I was at my wits and I didn't know what to do either. Yeah. But, you know, when he sat us down and was like, Stop. you know, he put his foot down because my, my, my husband um, just kind of turned over homeschooling just to so, to us yeah. because he wasn't here, you know. He didn't really yeah. know what to do either because he, didn't he really. was really new to it as right, well. Right, right. So he yeah. was like, I'm, I'm going to see what my wife could do for our child and maybe support her because I don't even know. He has no idea. He was is. just, I didn't <laughs> want her in public school anymore and the testing and because Zoe would be, would be crying at public school yeah. because of this testing. They were so stressed. And then when they were told at, you know, third grade, you're like eight, nine, that if you didn't pass, you had a chance to pass it again. And if you take the test and pass it again, or if you didn't fail it, you have to repeat the whole grade over. So when you tell a bunch of third graders that, they don't, I mean, that's too much. Yeah, that is, that is, yeah. Zoe said kids were crying in the bathroom and because they were so stressed. And when she took the test, she would cry every day because it was like a week or so. Yeah, it was a whole my, five days. Yeah, my mom would call and be like, how's my baby today? And she was so mad. She's like, oh, I can't believe she's crying. My grandma was mad. Yeah, my, my mom was angry and my husband was angry. And I was just beside myself because she was so stressed, like a, like a college student yeah. going to, it, it was it was too much. And so the next year, you know, I was able to stay home eventually. And during that time, I can see my daughter, like, just withdraw. I don't even want to do this no more. Mm-hmm. And, but, but Robin, she got all fives on her tests 
which meant, you know, that's the highest you could get. And they were so happy that the school had Zoe come in at seven o'clock in the morning because they wanted her to keep being that smart so that the next year when she took the test, she'd get all fives again. Yeah. Oh, man. Just add but other, to it. <laughs> yes. But other kids who didn't do well, they weren't in that class. Now, I would think that they would have that class for kids who didn't do well, but they wanted Zoe to stay that way. Yeah. She was done. No. So that year when she took the test, she got all fives. I think she might have gotten a four as well. I got three fives and one four. And one four. But she still gets, she still did good, but at what cost? And I was like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Just, I'm, it's got to change. And so, you know, we did what we did. <laughs> I did what I did yeah. when we came home. And then my husband was like, something's got to change. And it needs to change now. And he, he got tired of it. He's very tired. And he was tired of me always saying, oh, you're going back to school. And <laughs> he said, you're not sending her back to school. And she knows that. And so that's when I decided to look into something else, which was unschooling. And I didn't tell her about it, did I? No, she didn't tell me about what she was doing. Uh because before I could do whatever the heck I wanted and for the past <laughs> month and a half, we sat down on our table and she was like, something is going to change. I was like, okay, for the, for the better, for the worse. She's like, this is going to be good. I'm like, okay, hope so. And she was like, you're taking a break. Mm. We're both taking a break. Yes. Because mm. I need to figure out what I need to do for you. And I need to figure out my schedule. I'm like, okay. That's fine. And so I just read the whole day. And the next day, she woke me up and she popped in her head. She's like, You do whatever you want. And, then like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, sweet. <laughs> so I was really into it. I, I mean, I played games, I drew, I was doing art, I cooked, I baked, I was just crocheting, I was talking to my friends, playing outside, all that. And then maybe about a month, month and a half, a little bit more. I was like, okay, now what? What do I, what do I do? I want to learn something. I want to do, do school. I was surprised at myself. I'm like, I want to do school now. Mm-hmm. So I went to mom. I was like, mom, uh, can I, can I like do math or something? And he was like, no, sit down. <laughs> then that's what she told me. We're going to do unschooling. I'm like, oh. What is that? <laughs> and she explained, I'm like, oh, that's actually really cool. Because once I took the break, I found my hobbies, a whole bunch of hobbies. I found my passions and everything because my mom watched me. She watched what I picked up and what I kept. And she watched how I really liked doing it every single day. I, I didn't stop. I didn't stop baking. I didn't stop cooking. I didn't stop, you know, playing video games. I didn't stop drawing, you know, and she said, we're going to learn about the things you like. We're going to learn about the history behind it. We're going to learn about the math behind it. We're going to learn about everything behind your hobbies. I was like, oh, oh, I like this. Yeah, it was new to her. I, yeah. I took that month and a half and I really, really studied about unschooling and de-schooling. Yeah. De-schooling was really for mom. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
so, so who did, so you said you, you really, you took, so Tyra, you took the month and a half to unschool and de-school. Zoe was ready. She needed that break and space. Absolutely. So who, what did, who did you study? Where did you learn about unschooling and de-schooling? Carla Marie Williams, Karima, John Holt, um, oh, the mom to mom. Oh, Sue Patterson. Yep. Yes. 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 Um, uh, Karima and uh, Carla happened to be in a group that I was in. And I remember Carla um, um, putting a post on, on Facebook about what she would do with her kids. And I was like, Unschooling sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't that just is crazy. You know, not knowing that that was that was just for me. You yeah. Know? And I so I knew about it, but I was like, that's crazy talk. But you know, I started listening to her because I was at my wits end. Yeah. And I even contacted her. And she was like, Well, tell me what you're doing, you know, and I told her and I said, well, I'm being more relaxed now. And she was like, well, <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> it was like, well, let me, you know, watch my videos. And yeah. at that time she didn't have a book out, just videos. She was in a process of writing it at that time, her first book. And I watched her videos and followed her. I followed Karima too. And there was another woman I thought I can't remember her name, but definitely Sue, definitely Carla until I was like, because a lot of people ask me, when did I go from de-schooling to unschooling? Because a lot of people wanna con want to make it that de-schooling is just unschooling and that's not true. It's like a bridge to me, you know, you know, de-schooling is the bridge from one way of learning to the next. And so I had to, I should have de-schooled myself from public school, but I did not. So I had to de-school myself from traditional homeschool. Yeah. Because mm. I was still stuck in that conditioning schedule. Mentality. Mentality, exactly. And so when, so when I called myself decently <laughs> you know um that's when I observed her that month and a half is when I observed yep. I mean literally Rob I did not tell Zoe nothing no she just stopped I just around. stopped it and I was like go do what you want <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, and you just stalk on me. And I, yeah, oh, she called it stalking. Well, yeah, because every time I'll do something in my room, you just peek in, <laughs> stay for about 10 minutes, take a picture, and then walk out. I, like, I, don't, I, I don't tell you that normally, Robin, but yes, you know, getting in from her, that's what I would do. Yes. I would like kind of swoop behind the corner, yes. behind the wall. Yeah, I'm <laughs> she, was, she was documenting the journey in her own way. <laughs> I was studying her. You know, it's just like you are so weird. Yes. <laughs> all in my face, like taking pictures. Like, okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Like, I'm here just learning about how to draw a face. <laughs> all the way up in my face. That's just so freaky. It's all like, okay, bye. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, my husband was like, okay, and then you go back to sleep. Yeah, like, then you go back to sleep. I guess there's some kind of rhyme or reason for that, so go on ahead. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you're not fighting, I don't. Yeah, as long as I can sleep and there's no tears, this is all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, 
so then, okay, so fourth grade, you left school. Then two yeah. years of hardcore school at home. Oh, no, three. Well, two, and a half. Three. Yeah. two and a half of hardcore school at home. And then the break, then the, the, the freedom. And then what happened? So then Zoe, you were about like, you know, when you guys are really fully stepping into unschooling, then when, when Tyra, you're like, do what you want tomorrow. And you just yeah. kept learning for yourself, de-schooling and going through all that process. When did like, well, it does sound like from then it really started like Zoe, you really just, you, you, like you said, you were learning your interests, you were diving into that, you were learning, you know, how to sketch faces and you were getting into art. Then did just, was it like, okay, we're just going to keep on doing this every day. Did, were there more conversations that you had or what did it look like? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, it's because she's laughing because I was a nervous wreck. Yes. For how long? She still had that mentality that, oh my God, am I teaching my child right? Is this right. the right idea? Is this the right thing to do? Are you are you learning? Are you learning math correctly? Are you learning history correctly? Are you learning language art correctly? Are you learning science correctly? This is my mom. <laughs> yeah. I was stressing so he was stressing. So it was like out and I'm like I'm gonna chill I'm gonna be okay we took this break for a reason you know I told you Zoe was the one who Zoe was the one who got me through this yeah I can't I can't explain (laughs) it Zoe was like listening to me and be like "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm gonna be okay ma yeah and then (laughs) literally literally I just blocked out half of what she was saying half the time it was literally she was still in that public school mentality right so Zoe, where did, where did you get this? Like, cause to me, what I hear, and I know, like, I, I think for parents that are listening to this, this is great because your parents have the same worries and questions that your mom had, like, but what if I just let them do what they want? Are they going to ruin their lives? You know, how are they going to learn math? What about history? Like, what about all those things? How are they actually going to do this? How are they going to learn all this if we don't have the subjects and the textbooks and all that sort of stuff? But Zoe, you, to me, you sound like you're confident. You knew it. It was like already you were like, I got this, mom. Mom, it's okay. Just chill out. I'm going to be fine. <laughs> Where did that come from? Or was that always there? Um, it wasn't always there because when we were living in Kansas, I loved school. I love public school in Kansas. Uh-huh. When we moved here, it changed because I was ready to take over my own education. Because when I was in public school, once I failed that open book test, something clicked. I was like, something has to change for me okay. because I was getting bored with something that I wasn't in charge of. I wasn't in charge of my own education. I wasn't in charge of learning math. I was learning from a book and a teacher. But when we were homeschooled, I was like, oh my God, like I can learn whatever I want. I can do this, I can do that. And I can, I can learn about chemistry. I can learn about rocks. I can learn about algebra. I can learn about shapes and things like that. I was already, I was already kind of like in that path for my own brain, <laughs> for my own education. Instead of somebody teaching me, I, I wanted to teach myself. Yes. And I wish I would have known that. My mom didn't know that. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. And why Kansas was so different is because that school that she was in was a public school, but Robin... They had math, they had math clubs, science clubs, art we're clubs. talking art clubs. They had 
It was an amazing public school. They had YMCA. Zoe loved it. It was awesome. It was, she, every day, I mean, she'd be mad if she got sick. I mean, it was like, it was because it was she fun. She wanted to, yes, she wanted to go to that school. And we loved that school, but it just so happened we left, moved to where, to Florida, and was nothing. Nothing like it was, right? We opposite to where, like you said, it was like prison. Yep. And I was ready to take charge of my and, own and, life. Yeah, and, and that <laughs> right. school includes yeah. They wanted to know the kids' interests. Mm-hmm. So she got to pick if she wanted to be in this club or she wanted to be in that club. or mm-hmm. she wanted, So in a way, it was like taking charge of what I wanted to learn. Mm-hmm. Right. And that was in a public school. Yeah. That was an awesome public school. And so she liked that way. She liked that. So when she came here, she didn't have that. That was gone. And so that was that little itty bitty kernel was in her still. And she wanted to pursue that and could not until we started homeschooling. And it just grew and grew. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait to do this by myself. I'm independent. I got my mom behind me supporting me. I got my dad, got my grandma, my whole family. Everybody. Everybody was supporting me. And I can do my own education i can do my own math my own science right that didn't happen yeah but but <laughs> once i was unschooled i picked it up again right. that didn't happen yeah and, and my mom saw i was actually doing the work by myself mm-hmm. she was like oh so this can work yeah that's that you know? that's when the bad is when i went from we're just de-schooling to we're in schooling now because I saw her actually apply what she learned on her own to life yeah. to right. solve a problem. Yeah. But to be honest, once you saw me do my own work, that public school was out. Homeschool set in. Mm. The unschooling didn't seep in until after I made my own dish soap. Yes, that's what I was about to tell her. Yeah. Okay. When so she tell, made tell her own soap story then. Yes. Okay. Yes. You, yeah. you know the dish soap story. When she made her own dish soap, when she actually solved a problem that she was having on her own by learning how to fix it on her own, that's when I was like mm-hmm. amazed. I was like, that's it. <laughs> it's going to work yeah. because she come to me, nothing. Nope. She fixed the issue on her own that she learned how to do and applied it and went on with her life. So what what, what was the issue? What was the problem that you solved? <laughs> so, I'm going to title this the dish soap story. So. <laughs> so the issue was that my mom was taking too long buying a dish soap. Well, it was uh, the machine for the machine. For the machine to wash the dishes. Yeah. She hates washing dishes. He washing dishes by that's hand. One of, that's one of her chores. He you know. washing dishes by hand, so we have technology. So I'm going to use the dishwasher, <laughs> of course, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so my mom kept forgetting. You know, just land. forgetting. Forgetting. As happens. Okay. Yeah. I got to do this by hand now. I'm like, no, I'm not doing this. <laughs> so I looked it up on YouTube and Google, and I was like, okay, I can make my own soap. Sweet. I already got the stuff. And so I was just putting stuff together, doing my own chemistry type thing. I felt like felt like a scientist. Mm-hmm. And I was also listening to the person who was talking about it, and they were saying how this works and how you're supposed to do it and why does it work 
and it was awesome. I was like, wow, I didn't know baking soda could do that. And so I fixed it. I put it in, put the dishes in, and then I started it. And then my mom heard the dishwasher go off. She's like, oh, um, wait a minute. You're not supposed to wash the dishes with just water. You're trying to kill us. I'm like, mom, no, no. I'm like, no, mom, I'm not trying to kill us. I, I fixed it. I got, you know, dish, dish detergent. And she's like, I didn't go to the store. I'm like, I know you didn't go to the store. <laughs> That's why. That's why I made my own. That's why I made my own. I'm like, you made your own? And she called dad in. He's like, you made your own? I'm like, yeah. And I told them how and why it works and what I used. And my dad was like, oh, thanks. Now I can actually use a bowl. <laughs> and it was super clean. Yeah, it was super duper clean. And my mom was like, oh, yeah. That's science, Zoe. Write this down. <laughs> yeah. She made me like have like a little essay. I'm like, fine. Well, I made her write it down. So I wanted to make sure she not because that's that mentality, that school mentality. Write it down so I can look at it. And, but and she was like, fine. But she wrote it down and then it went on to that rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Mom, you're using the wrong detergent. And I'm gonna tell you why. It's poison. It's gonna I mean, so she was using like the wrong soap. Using the wrong, wrong soap. Deodorant. This is what you should use and why. I mean, it just yeah, it just morphed into this huge big thing about what you should have in your house. And how you can fix it. And, and, what, and, and what is not good for your body and mm-hmm. what this what makes this and I was just like yeah. whole world amazed the, the heavens <laughs> I was <laughs> amazed Robin that she learned that all on her own mm-hmm. and I was like this is gonna work yeah I'm, I'm not gonna worry about rules <laughs> I'm schooling, I'm schooling. <laughs> you would think that was my last time that that fear came up and it was not. Nope. (laughs) So tell tell us more about that as well, because I think that's also the misconception. It's like, oh, Zoe's got it covered. They were good. They never had any doubts again. Everything was perfect. And like she gets the star unschooling award kind of thing. Right. (laughs) Well, she does on her own. (laughs) You can listen. Like my husband knew I was talking, was going to talk about this today. And he was like, oh, you don't want me to come and really tell them the truth about how you really were. <laughs> <laughs> and this was during, you know, when we first started, I was like, oh, Robin would probably love that. Oh, but yeah. I was like, you can't come in because no. she don't need to hear all that. But <laughs> we do. We do. We need the real stuff. Right? People want <laughs> right now. This is how people are feeling as well. Right. We need the we need the real goods. Yeah, and, and well, what, what, what it was is that. I was afraid. We were okay for about maybe three months and then just popped up again. Yeah, and and, and, and it would do that We'd every do that every, every so, so often. often. But then some and then eventually it became to where I was like, girl, just whatever. Yeah. She got tired of her own self. Right. <laughs> she was like, I'm done. I'm done. I burnt out myself. <laughs> <laughs> You're learning. Do whatever. whatever. I don't care. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so I but it took a, it took me a while to get there. Why it, didn't, it didn't just take me a year or months, it took <laughs> years. Yes, my mom had homeschool therapy <laughs> uh, with Miss Karima and all her unschooling mom friends. Yes, and I was like, You go, mama, you got this while well, I'm doing my own thing. Yeah, no, so it was like. You do all that mess over yeah. there, all right? But me, I'm gonna do my thing. Yeah, 
I was doing the school, I was getting better at my art, and it was great. But of course, we still had the talks. Of course. We would either talk in a, pa- a Panera oh, or yeah. in a mall yeah. or in a parking lot. <laughs> Walmart. Walmart parking lot. Yeah, Walmart parking lot. Walmart parking lot. Yeah. You know. She would, but, but, you, but you enjoyed those times that we oh, got together. Yeah, I loved it. And had, and had our business meetings. Yeah, because we would. Ex- <laughs> I would explain to her what I've been learning, mm-hmm. and she right. would explain to me what she's been learning about unschooling. Right. And it was great communication. Right. Uh, because we understood each other and where we were coming from. Right. Uh, but she was her. It was like a shadow still stuck in public school. Yeah. She was tugging. She was just pulling and tugging. I, I, she's right, and I felt I was at war with that within yeah. myself. She's absolutely correct. I was, I was already. And Zoe, had, Zoe had been gone. That's a great <laughs> analogy or metaphor. It was like a shadow still stuck in public school tugging at her. Like that is the visual on that that I have in my head yes. right now is amazing. Like, <laughs> it's amazing. I'm trying to, isn't there a, I'm trying to think, wasn't there an old, old Disney movie or where was it? But there, there was a shadow that was attached and oh, what was it? No, no. Yeah, no. Oh, what was that? Fantasia? Was it Fantasia? Was it Fantasia? Uh, there was something like that, or it was a shadow that was, or was it Peter Pan? Oh, Peter Pan? No. Yeah, Peter Pan had the shadow. Yeah, you're right, you're right. You're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. It was also kind of like, I kind of see it with Fantasia because you remember the forest fairy, uh-huh. and then she's just beautiful and throwing flowers, and then the big lava evil came and crashed it and burned everything down with oh, destroyed thanks, it. But, but, but the forest fairy came back and made it and made the forest even more just alive and beautiful. It's like a rebirth. You you had a rebirth. Wow. And Thank you. Through, through the public schooling, the homeschooling, and then unschooling, and then you freeing yourself from that prison you kept in your mind from the public school it was it was beautiful to watch oh don't make <laughs> me cry because oh you're gonna I'm make us it. all cry zoe oh my god <laughs> well, well, I, yeah because oh, wow both of us and oh, you're make me cry. <laughs> well i'm because i never i don't really talk about this but seeing my mom grow from being scared of my own education from her being amazed and happy where I'm at now, it's great to see because she has been through a lot for me and for herself because she has always, she's always been like an organizer, you know? <laughs> no, no, I was a, been, a big time organizer. a schedule person. Yes. And she would make, she would, she wanted me to be happy learning. She always tried to find places, always trying to find classes to make me happy with learning. And she was just, she was burning herself out for me. But with her learning more about unschooling and seeing me thrive, she thrived herself and not even knowing about it. Oh, baby. (laughs) And plus it also, she was right. I was, and plus I was, I, I know I was trying to make up for the times that for the years that I didn't listen to her. Yeah. <clears throat> right. I kind of choked up. But uh, <laughs> I was making up for that, trying to make up for that time of not hearing her, yeah. of not listening to her, or not even asking. Yeah. You know, how can you listen to somebody if you've never asked them? 
And I never asked her, what do you want to learn? What do you want to be? What do you, what do, what's, what do you find amazing? What do you want to explore? I never asked her that. So how could I know what she truly wanted if I never asked? Yeah. I was just so stuck in wanting to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to be comfortable because I didn't want to step out and do something that I've never done before and or have never seen, not in my lifetime. Yeah. How could I want to do that to my child? Am I going to mess her up? And that's why I tell people, <clears throat> don't listen to those fears. <laughs> because when you do, then I didn't see Zoe. I didn't listen to her. I didn't see what she was showing me. She was showing me how creative, Robin, she was showing me how my husband became her art teacher. Within months, he came to me and showed me this amazing drawing she did. And he was like, your child did this. He said, now he said this. He said, I can't teach her no more. Being a mentor. He said, he that's what he told her. Oh, yeah. yeah. He told her, he said, Zoe, I, I can't be your teacher anymore. Mm-hmm. He was like, you have developed your own style. He said, I'll be here for you to ask any questions and help guide you. But he said, uh, <laughs> like he told her, so he said, in so many words, he was like, go be free. Do, yeah. do your thing. <laughs> he was like, oh, Baby, I can't teach you anymore. I can't teach you no more. Yeah, you got YouTube and Google, so go on. Yeah, my husband was like, go on, do that. You know, without me. I'll be here, but you you developed more than what I taught you. Yeah. So he started her at the basics, Mm -hmm. and she took that, the basics that he was showing her, and just... I molded it into my little... She just (laughs) flew. I mean, she just was like a sponge. Mm-hmm. She was, she wanted to learn and the, she was like this, I don't know. It, it's like she lost that being right. in public. She lost that right. curiosity yeah. big time. Oh my gosh, I did. I did. She the, lost. The fire became just re-sparked and it, it just did. grew and grew and grew. It just grew. It was yeah. huge. Because we didn't have time to be curious in public school. Of course, you didn't even have time for recess. So of course, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, the only time we had was lunch, and we barely had time for that. And she didn't talk. No, we couldn't talk. We could. Well, you could talk a little bit. I mean, we could whisper at a small amount. We could only talk like next to each other. We couldn't talk across. If our friends were across, we can't talk to them because we'll be too loud. We can only talk to the people beside us. I didn't know anybody. (laughs) Wait a minute, Robin. That's why when I would go and pick her up. The kids would just come out of the school crazy screaming and oh, crazy. Sure. Yeah. They're like, let us be free. Yeah, this is our chance. Run, run. Yeah. And, and Zoe, I can see that you were new and you didn't know anybody, but how could you even get a chance to know anybody because you weren't allowed to talk at all during the school day? Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and, and so, I'm, you know, but, you know, when we started on our homeschooling journey, um, that was like the main thing a lot of people, especially my mom, although my mom was very for it, she was worried about the socialization. That's another thing that people... Yeah. Yeah. So what do, you, what do you guys say about, yeah, from your experience, how was that? Not even an issue. Well, that's true. Uh, I can speak from experience okay. that I didn't have an issue of it because I was an introvert anyway. I liked being by myself. Yes. I liked reading by myself especially in the library because a whole because a lot of kids were in like groups just talking and chatting about the book i was in 
like a chair way far and just reading <laughs> reading about I, I think and, that may be from being an only child probably yeah but once I was being homeschooled I'm like whoa I could definitely be by myself and with my parents because my parents are my best friends oh. so I was really comfortable just being with them yeah but you guys are mom, close definitely yeah, yeah. very close and but my mom was like you need friends your age <laughs> <laughs> And so we so had a co-op. We had a co-op. And you met, in fact, this Thursday, one of oh. the one of the girls that she became close to, they both had the same birthday. And so this Thursday, I'm taking them to go get pedicures yeah. together. Nice. That's nice. like a thing that I've done with their birthdays. I've always gone to take them get their nails yeah. done or something. So she has she has friends from a lot of friends from now. when she started <laughs> in the co-op. So socialization wasn't an issue. But she told me the other day. What was the issue is that it was hard for her to find friends that were like her. Yes, and I was right. like, what do you mean? She's like, mom, because I'm on a whole nother level. Yeah. And I was like, explain that. And so what did you say to me? Explain that. I, I have something. <laughs> I have, I have a business and I have a goal. Uh, my brain is wired, kind of like wired on my art only and trying to get out there, trying to get my name out there, uh, doing well with my art, doing well with my education. A lot of people in my co-op was not like that. They didn't have a goal. They didn't, they didn't. Especially at that young age, yeah, yeah, at 12 like and 12. 13. I was, and I was 12 years old, we're having a business. Yeah. So I carried myself differently from the other my other classmates I was confident I was more confident in my own self mm. and true. I carried myself differently and they kind of they were kind of iffy about that I was different I was the black sheep of the co-op <laughs> <laughs> me and my mom were the black sheep of the co-op she's right um, she's not right. mine <laughs> she's right <laughs> they were kind of they were kind of like it's not said office they, it's more... they were infatuated but they were also scared yeah. Oh right. my God, that's that's so true. So that's very yeah. good. Since they were infatuated about what you were doing, yeah. they were like, "Oh my God!" But then they were like, "Yeah, that's yeah, that's not for me." They're like, "Wow, you're so you're like what you do is so cool. You're so cool." But then it's like, "What do you do for school though? Are you going to <laughs> like? Are you going to college? Are you are you going to get a job?" But wait a minute. What about history? What about math? Right. <laughs> and Zoe was so funny, Robin. Is that? Zoe told me <laughs> at a very young age she wasn't going to college because I would oh. go to all these colleges for her. Oh I would go to all these open houses. I would go it would be I took a four year we went to a four year college yes. open house. We went to a junior college open yeah. house. We went to um uh the the art starts mm -hmm. school. I mean, I, I, I had so many options for her and we were just going all these weekends and with the other people in the co-ops and yeah. finally she just bought she sat me down. Yeah. She said, Mom, this needs to stop. Yeah. <laughs> she said, um, I don't want to go to college. Mm -hmm. Robin, you could have knocked me over. Oh my gosh. She was like I was in a day speechless it was, it was kind of funny to me because we were at an art school and they had an open house so i was like oh this is so nice it's so fancy and professional and they got all these tablets and computers and mm -hmm. photography it was a graphic i mean it was painting. a huge art school really that, did, that did music for famous people yeah. and they did movie sets and 
Yeah. And Joey and, was like, yeah, this is nice. This is nice. And I took one of the keychains and, you know, there's, there's, there's supplies because they were giving out free supplies. I was like, sweet. And then we got in the car and mom was like, so did you like it? Yeah, it was nice. We want to go? No. She <laughs> said no to everything we went to. <laughs> no, I had her talking to people. We had meetings with people. Yeah. Uh, and she was like, no. With Ringling. And ringling, all that ringling. And Ringling is a, oh, an awesome yeah. art school here. In like, a, wow, that's so nice. She was like, it's so nice. Oh, this is wonderful. Yeah. So, so, Zoe, what do you think about applying to go? No. no. So, so, Zoe, what was your, like, so, yeah, what was your belief in that? How did you know that it just wasn't for you, that this wasn't where you needed to be? Once I found my passion for art, art was my entire being. It was my soul, my heart, my brain, my everything. I was like, uh, yeah, I don't need school anymore. I already know math. I already know that stuff. I'm going to just go focus on my art right now. So... My mom kept asking me because I was at that age yeah, about where, 13, 14. where kids were supposed to look for colleges to apply and then study for it. Mm-hmm. And my mom kept asking me, like, what about this college? What about that college? Or we're going to an open house, you know? I just let her do. I was like, okay, we'll go. We'll check it out. That's fine. You know, and we come home. I said no to everything. And she asked, she finally asked me, like, why? I was like, I'm already learning what I need to know for free. Right. And why do I need more school? What I'm already doing? Because once I go into college, I'm going to learn the same thing over and over again. I already know it, you know? So it's like, why do I need extra school to know about my art? And then it's not even about my art. It's more, it's about history and things like that. And their kinda, art. And yeah, their, their art in their way. And I was like, no, I found my own style. I like it. I'm going to keep at it and get better at it. Because college is just a bigger school for bigger people. You know, I'm not into school. Yeah, and so, so when she put it to me, when she put it to me that I'm in my own school, yeah, my own art school, I don't need anybody else to tell me how to no. do my own way of my of art. I was like, yeah. I didn't have a comeback. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have a a reason. Like, yeah. no, you shouldn't do that. I I didn't. You know, I'm like. Well, yeah, mom was talking about, oh, we'll save up some money. I'm like, no, yeah, that's just waste of money. Now, one one thing she did want to go to was to be a seamstress. Yes. But then COVID happened and the school shut down for a while. And so Zoe was like, yeah, well, that's okay. I'll be a seamstress on my own. Yep. Mm. I learned online. Yeah, I she, like wanted, online. she wanted a seamstress license. Yeah. And they were, that's how she would get that was through them. But she was like, yeah, I'll do it myself. It's okay. I'll learn. You know? Yeah, she was like, yeah, that was the one that, was, and I was so, I was like, oh, that's so wonderful. And then COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because she wanted to go to, see, I couldn't let that go, Robin. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Like, I, I've, I've been in the same boat as well, too, right? Like, it, it's, you know, I was just recently on Pamela Rickia's podcast talking about unschooling in the teen years. And, and that was one of the things. It was like, you know, you, 
we are, well, us as moms, I'm not talking about our kids, you know, our, our parents are in this idea. And as much as we think we are, we freed ourselves and de-schooled this whole big amount and we're open and ready for unschooling, there's still those little things that we still hold on to, like college and university. And that's still, you know, that's still like, oh, but they can do whatever they want. But then when they're 18, they're still going to go to college. I, like, I know they will. I just know, you know, that you still hold on to that. Yeah. And then like, cause I've got one, one, one child who's like, not the same, like Zoe, right? Like this doesn't see the, the urgency doesn't see the need for it right now because they're already doing what they need to do. And, you know, and so it's like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to high school. No, I'm not going to university. And it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, like, oh. yeah it's the same you know when they explain it's like I don't I don't have a I, like, I'm already doing what I want to do why would I waste time sitting in a classroom taking notes when oh I'm already God. living it and it's like, well, yeah you don't have a comeback for that right you're like what do you don't say ever come back. No. I explain that to my friends every time they ask yeah, every time they ask Zoe like, oh, get tired of just like mama I have to explain to people why I'm not Zoe, do you remember what you would tell friends? Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I don't really want to go to college. I'm fine. They're like, what do you want to do with your life? I'm like, what I'm doing now. I'm <laughs> yeah. They're that... like, oh, so you want to be an artist? I'm like, yeah, I want to be an artist when I grow up. Well, I want to, I want to be an artist now. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you're already doing it. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so Zoe, maybe you can talk a little bit right now about your art and your business for anyone that maybe doesn't that's listening that doesn't know you yet and wants to find out more. Tell us about your life as an artist. Well, my life as an artist is amazing. <laughs> um, I do digital art. I'm an illustrator. I paint. I do logos, I do book covers, I do all that um, and more. And with my business, I started when I was 12 mm-hmm. in that area. What did you when do when you were 12? Really, what I did when I was 12, I started off drawing and then I was like, this is nice. But then I was like, ooh, painting sounds good too. Yeah. Because my dad taught me how to paint. Uh, we did like little projects here and there with acrylic paint and a little bit of watercolor. And I was like, this is so much fun. Like I'm really getting into it. And my mom's like, okay, you're getting into it. Okay. I see. So she secretly did like a little bit of research for painting classes. And we went to Michael's. Yeah. They had a, a, f- a whole full week. They had a whole full week of, of classes. Free, free classes around because they were brand new up where we wow. live. Uh, Michael's and they were offering of a whole week of free fine arts classes. Yep. Drawing, painting, you know. Yep. And I took her there and <laughs> and I even was paying I even decided to take a class too because it was yeah. free. But when she was painting, the teacher, the fine arts teacher that was there teaching, he he was like, <laughs> she's never painted before. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, like uh Are you sure? She has a pen. She looks like she's been painting forever. I was like, no, this is. Even my husband was like, wow, she yeah. painted a seascape. I still have it. I won't let her. I won't let her give that away or anything. Nope. It is beautiful, but it was her first, and she was like, I can get down with this. I like painting. Yeah. And I was like, really? Okay. Yeah. I was like, I like painting. And then she painted a steampunk person. Yep. 
and one of the and I shared it. I just happened to share it on yeah, on, on Facebook. Facebook. She's like, look what my daughter look, did. Look what my daughter did. You know, she's twelve or whatever. And and a mom, I pay, I I posted it in one of my um, uh, homeschooling uh, groups, and one of the moms was like, oh, if you can paint me a painting like that, she said, I'll pay you. Yep. Mm-hmm. And was like, uh, I, I was like, wait, 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 wait. Somebody will pay me for I my can, I can get money out of this. <laughs> money for my painting? Like actual dollar yeah, bills. Because I never told her that. She you know, I just wanted that. her to just paint, you know. And yeah. she was like, huh. And once that mom put that monetary value on her painting, then that's all she did was paint commissions yeah she got and get this robin this is such a this story almost makes you cry i don't think i've ever told it yeah. she was painting commissions for like three straight years yeah and she was like after me mom mom so she's 15 she was like mom why you know I, I want to paint on my own. She said, I'm 15. I'm, I'm really, you know, I've gotten into painting. I'm learning more skills, you know, and people just wanted her to paint. I mean, she had a whole, so many people for three straight years. This child was doing commissions when other people told her what they wanted. She said, mom, I want to do something on my own. And again, Robin, I wouldn't listen nope. because you know, they were full into unschooling now, by now because the commission thing was working yeah right and I was like but you're painting what people want you to paint she said mom but I got I got this and I got these things I want to paint inside of me I I really want to do it and I was like well I just don't know again I'm doing the same thing I did earlier yep, and I so this. it took one of my unschooling friends who've been unschooling <laughs> she, got after her. she got after her she was like what are you doing she's like you better let her paint she's like Zoe, <laughs> Zoe. She said, you know what take that paint that you were going to do for commission she said I'll buy whatever you paint on it you paint you paint what you want to and she got mad at me <laughs> and I was like oh my god <laughs> she was like okay thanks all right like, fine shoot Robin I'm not playing <laughs> she had I, I know you're not <laughs> These were the biggest paintings that uh, canvases that I've ever gotten. Her, they were like thirty six by forty eight huge. Yep. Robin, <laughs> normally Zoe's paintings take about a week or so. Yeah, she did all three canvases in a week. Wow. She was painting like a mad woman. The this, first this was painting, the paintings that Zoe you had in you. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. These are right. the paintings that were in the oh museum. This is her was, communication, her expression, her, yeah, okay. It was just coming out of her and... I was so excited she was, because I had, I had the freedom to paint what I wanted to right. because once I got into painting and once I got into drawing, I had like these visions in my head because I was like, Ooh, that'll look good together. Ooh, I have like this idea and put this and this together and made a whole painting in my mind. And I was like, Oh, I want to, I want to see how this comes out, you know? But when I didn't have the freedom to do it, I got sad because I had something in my mind and I was like, Oh, but it'll be so pretty. And I just wouldn't let her get it out because I was like, like, Nope, "Nope, this is working. Your commission, you need to paint what people want. Again, I was doing the same thing. Cause my mom, my mom was scared. (laughs) Told you girl, Robin, those fears. I know those fears get us. Yeah. She would, she thought I wouldn't be 
successful painting Boy, from my mind. Was I wrong? <laughs> I was and so wrong. She was wrong, yes, because there's, I think, three things happened in those paintings, in those said paintings. <laughs> yes. So, in a mall, when we go to a whole bunch, there is... It used to be, it's, it's yeah, closed it's, now. It's gone now, but there used to be a museum, a Black-owned museum, and they had paintings oh art from all over the world and it's just black and women yes, black men it's just, just beautiful it was amazing it's i amazing love going museum. there she went there all the time there's this one the particular painting that she would just stop and they they would let us in they would let zoe in they knew she was a young artist yeah. and then she just looked at this painting like one day it was a ballerina and she's like one day i'm gonna have my paintings in here yeah it was a ballerina made out of tar Mm, it was beautiful it was the the lady that worked there we were super close she was like i would just give you this painting if you want it <laughs> well that painting was worth eight thousand dollars i'm like no ma'am i'm fine with just looking at it and it was gorgeous and one yeah. day we went in there and it was gone yep and i was like oh my god somebody had bought it and she was just devastated she was yeah. like i'm gonna have paintings in here yep and so she overheard me the lady who worked there she's like oh you paint i was like yeah i paint and I, and my mom and my mom took a picture of what I was working all on. All three of them. All three of them. And she showed, <laughs> I still remember her face. She showed the lady. She was like, oh, I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be right back. And she took my mom's phone. And she's like, I'll be right back with your phone. I'll be right back. I just, hold on. And so she went to talk to the person who owned the museum and showed him my paintings. And she came back. She's like, okay, where are these paintings? I was like, oh, they're at home right now. She said, go get them. She said, go get them <laughs> and bring them here. We're going to put them in the museum. I was like, no way. I haven't what? heard that story. Yet. And I was That's like, the first time I've heard that one. Yeah. Are you kidding me? So we rushed home and went back. Yes. And he had already made up his mind. Zoe would would be the youngest painting, the yeah. youngest artist he artist he has ever had. And usually people wait for months, yeah. maybe years to get into the um, museum yeah, because yeah. there's so many people waiting to put their. If I was to wait, I would have been the sixth person to wait. Yeah, she would have been. It's been a long time. It been a long time. So what he did. I skipped them all. He skipped them all. Wow. And, and, and what he did is he he said, I'm going to have a meeting tomorrow and I just want to see what the board says about these paintings. He said, but I'm already going to put them in the yeah. in my museum. So he. he he said, I'm, I'm going by what he told me. He said, I brought him to the meeting and everybody looked at him. They were like, this is beautiful. You know, what What artist is this? Yeah, they thought I was a man. Yeah, and he told me, he said, this is a 15-year-old girl. He <gasps> said, I am putting these paintings in our museum. Yeah. And boy. They're like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> they were like, yeah. Now, Zoe had, now this was her first time having one negative one yeah because she's never had to deal with that and it was good for her negative outcome and she dealt with her on her own because this is this is this is what it meant by having confident autonomy by having so much confidence in yourself mm -hmm. and your ability that you can take the criticism and be like okay yeah. thank you thanks cool bye bye yeah. you know <laughs> so they were hanging up and people were just like wow and i was and, holding one yeah they were i was holding one and this man who was on the council he just told Zoe, he said, yeah, I'm not liking them. I'm not feeling them. Yeah. It's just, I don't, I don't like them. And yeah. he just he was, was like, going oh, on and on. It's so and negative. It was so, so sad. Like, and this is going on and on. And Zoe, and I was about to, you know me. I was about to jump. <laughs> about to jump. <laughs> don't, don't jump in old man. Don't jump in old man. <laughs> so Zoe was like, sir, 
I appreciate your, um, you know, your comments and your feedback. She was like, thank you. She said, but I don't see it that way. I don't see it that way. I know my art is beautiful. Yeah. And I and, knew what I was doing when I did it. Right. And she, he just looked at her and he walked away. And I was like, oh, thank you. He I said, thank you. And the woman <laughs> that was, uh, that worked there, she went ballistic oh on him. Gosh. <laughs> she went ballistic on him. She said, oh, you are just jealous. Yeah. Because a 15 year old talented girl does better than you. I mean, she was, this was in the middle of the museum. Middle of the museum. <laughs> I was like, on, shh, on open hours. I was like, shh, on open hours. It's okay. It's always I was right. like, your mom's like, I didn't, I didn't need to say anything. She came from out of nowhere. <laughs> Thank you. Just okay. like, but the point was, I was so proud of Zoe being so yeah. confident yes. in who she was as an artist. Yes, knowing herself and what right. she needed to paint. And yeah, absolutely. Right. And right. also because of research, because I looked up. Because I already knew I wanted to be an artist, but I had to know the pros and cons about being an artist. Because, uh-huh. you know, artists get uh, bad reps a lot. Right. <laughs> and they always get uh, negative feedback. And a lot of artists don't know how to take it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be an artist that knew how to take it and be confident in my art. So I did a lot of research on YouTube mm-hmm. on how to keep your cool when somebody has a negative comment. Yeah, I didn't know that. Wow. A lot of research. I didn't even know that. A lot of research. I, I did like, not okay. know that. Okay. Because really, once a negative comment is kind of thrown at you, you don't really know what to do because mm-hmm. you're not ready for it Mm -hmm. and it's like okay so this is new but this is something i can handle because it's it's a comment because when somebody says something that's just their own opinion talking and you don't have to take that opinion because i always say taking the good throw out the bad Mm -hmm. and i live up to that (laughs) i live i live with that Mm -hmm. uh i because I do even away, do. I, yeah, I threw away his bad comment, and I was like, okay, well, thank you. Because for your I even do that, Robin. I'm like, acknowledged so, it, and yeah, 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 I acknowledged it. I looked at it. I'm like, I don't see it. You know, I don't yeah. see what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. And you didn't, you didn't let him like. Well, it's really, you know, allowing somebody else to have power over you in so many mm-hmm. ways by how we we take those things, and you're just mm-hmm. like. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to give oh, that yeah. back to you. <laughs> Thanks You're for the share, but you know that's that's where we're going to leave it. And yeah, and I was so proud of a lot of adults can do in the course of their lives, right? Like I, I'm taking lessons from you, Zoe. Remember <laughs> that, Robin. You you would and you know come a child coming from me because I I have a temper that is immediate. Good lord. <laughs> It's like yeah. a job. Well, of a you, you, you're, you're strong. You have strong opinions, but I mean, you. I don't. You don't have a crazy temper. Like I think you still are very. True. Um, uh, yeah, I'm. I'm better now. You are. Yeah. You, you're like. You know. You've got it. It's good. You. You. You release it when you need to release it. But you exactly. still are. But you're still tactful. You know. You're not hurtful. I am. Not that I yeah. am. She's true. Oh, yeah. But Zoe came out. Came at him with kindness and understanding and with at 15 having that composure was fascinating for me to watch i was just like whose child are you because because really in public school here there was so much bullying Mm. it was constant it was like a regular monday 
Mm. There was a lot of bullying. There was a lot of whispering about this kid who did this or this kid do that or this kid's ugly. Have you seen this kid? He looks so sad and things like that. A lot of kids took their opinions and they hated themselves. Right. Or, well, I would always ask you if people said anything negative about no, you. No, because they never talked to me. I never talked to them. <laughs> so I didn't. But that's I so lonely. I'm yeah, so sorry. No, it's okay. But I have learned that got me to learn people will talk bad about you even when you're doing nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. People always have something to say to you when you're being successful, when you're just relaxing, mm-hmm. when you're doing your own thing. People always have to say something about it, mm-hmm. whether, whether it's positive or negative. So I've learned at a very young age mm-hmm. through public school, people are going to say something to you and you have to be ready for it. Zoe, tell them what you used to tell you. Well, I don't know if you still do, but what would you used to say to yourself when you <laughs> got up every morning? Yes. So I used to do this thing in public school and in, and in uh, uh, OGD. Mm-hmm. I used to get up. I looked, I looked right in the mirror at myself. I'm like, you're going to have a great day today. She's going to be, going to be beautiful. She's great. She told me, she, I mean, she told herself that every day. I told day. myself that every day. So I can hype myself up for the day. Like, <laughs> you're, you're an amazing person. Your hair looks on point. You're beautiful. Your outfit looks great. <laughs> you're going to be the most kindest, most awesomest person today. And I used to tell myself that every All single time, morning. Every single morning. And I would just go into class. Nobody would look at me. Nobody could touch me. <laughs> because I was owning the day, even though I hated it. That's so sad to think that a little baby, my, my baby was in third and fourth grade, had to pump herself up to go to school. Yeah. To, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was an observer. I observed mm. my surroundings like a hawk because I knew that this school was something else, especially with the kids. I did not mess with the kids. But the teachers, the teachers, she loved them. As I said, they were my only friends. <laughs> she loved the teachers, yeah. but it was the kids. And I told her, you can't do nothing about the kids. No. Because yeah, that's, right. that's, you know, it's yeah. not, a, it's not her job to do something about the kids. You got to tell the teacher, you tell me. Yeah. But my daughter never had a problem. No. Even if I did, I would take care of it myself. She never came home and said, Mom, this child is doing so." She would come home and say, this person is really bothering me because they are being mean to another person. She yeah. always spotted that. And I told her, I said, hey, tell the teacher. Mm-mm. You tell the teacher. No, I didn't tell the teacher. I went straight to the secretary for that. Oh. Uh, because the secretary went to the principal, principal went to the parent, they took care of it. Oh, you already <laughs> told me that. Yeah. Well, because I knew the teacher wasn't going to do anything. So Zoe I, knew the lines. She knew. She yes. knew how wow. I told yeah. me a story that the teachers have to see the bullying to do something yes, about it. Because the I was a bus driver. The teachers right. were never, ever around in lunch, and that's where the bullying really happened. Right. Mm. Right. So of course. I got up and I told. One of the kids, I got to go to the bathroom. And they're like, okay, fine, whatever. And then I went to the secretary. I told her what was up. And she's like, okay, I'll tell them. Uh, she went out. She grabbed the kid. Like, grabbed it. Like, grabbed my arm. Come here. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she went to the principal. She told them what happened. The principal asked the bully, did this actually happen? They said, yeah. And the principal told the parent. Parent picked them up. 
And they, that's it. And see, but see, my child was very sensitive to other kids yeah. that were being bullied or maybe right. that were being picked on. Zoe was very sensitive to that because yes. when she went to school in Kansas, and I'm not, I'm not just saying this, Robin, <laughs> the whole grade, like her whole second grade or her whole first grade, they all knew each other and were Good friends. They played yeah. all the sports together. Mm-hmm. They did things. I mean, it was just like they created the atmosphere for that. Yeah, time. that's what yeah. she loved, and she expected that to be like this, <laughs> like the same because, year. But it was not. the reason why everybody knew everybody in Kansas. We all lived in the same neighborhood. That's very true. So right. We all saw each other come out the house and be like, "Hey, hey, what's up? Want to play?" Go to each sure. other's house. Yeah, we play yeah. video games. We would do everything. They play, you know. We all yeah. lived in the same area, and so at school, we would all be buddies. Nobody right. made fun of each other. Right, we were Everybody all on was, cool terms. Right, right. Here, people lived everywhere. Right. They weren't as close. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. It was very separate, and right. Yes. Yes. And even if some of the kids that lived in my neighborhood. We didn't talk to each other. You talked to one. I only talked to one. Mm-hmm. That was it. He would come over and we would, you know, play Because games we lived in the same apartment complex. Yeah, we lived in the same apartment complex. But other than that, nobody talked to each other unless it was bullying. And I yeah. took care of that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this quietly. Yeah, I didn't want to be a part of that. No. Oh, excuse me. I need to go tail on you. <laughs> This is not happening on my watch. No. Yeah. I only have a half an hour to eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to eat so no. So the next I grown up on, I observed and knew how to take care of it. Yeah. Well, Zoe, you're still owning the day. Like, you know, from from the time when you would plant, you know, say it in the mirror, even though where you're going was less than, you know, less than warm in that way. But I mean, you need to own the day and that's what's beautiful. I love it. And uh, I appreciate you and your mom. I am. Extremely grateful that I that we got to cross paths and meet and connect, mm-hmm. and I'm very thankful to have met well your mom first, and then you know <laughs> through through your mom getting to know you, and yeah, it's my absolute pleasure. So, oh, Robin's so sweet, and and she wouldn't do this for nobody else, Robin. No, I'm telling you this. Oh, yeah, I like. She likes you so. Oh, I like this, Robin. Thank you. But you know, the, the thing is, is I also know that you know, hearing from the both of you is so powerful, and it's and it's going to be so appreciated by well, I, I the listeners that are listening now. You know, when this is released, and and they can hear that because you know we have those same fears that you've had, Tyra, and you know, and to hear Zoe, to hear your confidence, and to know that like when you're like, I'm going to be fine, Mom. It's going to be okay, you know, and <laughs> and to to own it, to be like, no, I have this art in me. I want to create. I am. I don't want to do commissions anymore because I have other things that need to get out and. Because you know that for yourself, you know, life is like, it's like life knows it too. And they're like, okay, Zoe's ready. Let's help her along. You know, like, have you ever read the book, The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho? No. Oh, it's my favorite book of all time. Like I read it. 
I've read it. I don't know how many times I read it every year, actually. And it's like a short read. It's a beautiful story. I bought my son. My son has read it too. We've read, he's read it on his own. I've read it to him. I bought it his own copy for Christmas. And, but it's, you know, it's about your life journey and following, like knowing yourself and following that path, even though some, and how life actually colludes to, for those that choose to follow their path, how life actually is meant for that and how in its own way, life colludes to help you along to make that happen. But we're the ones who stop ourselves. Called The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Yeah. And he's from Brazil originally and it's been translated into, I don't know how many languages, but yeah, it's such a great story. And every time I read it, I get something different from it. It's one of those stories where it's like, you know, it's something new that I take from it every time. But uh, you make me think of that story. Oh, <laughs> thank you. We have to read it together. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We'll yeah. read it out together. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's what we're to read together. Okay. Yeah, it's. A, I love it. I love it. So it is. I. I um. I have another interview, and then we have a clubhouse room. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah. I know. I will. Did we get to all the questions? Because you know, I, me and Zoe can talk. I, I think we did. I mean, I yeah. think. I think what what you guys shared was we really like in 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 that roundabout way. We we definitely did, and I think more. So. Um, okay. And it's just great to hear the two of you together as well, right? Yeah. To hear to hear you too. I love I love it. I totally love it. Well, well, well were you able to tell us apart oh because everybody says we talk so much. You guys, alike. you guys sound a lot alike. It's true. <laughs> I am because also I know your voice so well, Tyra. So yeah, I know when it's. True. But there are certain times when it's like when I'm like, wow, Zoe sounds so much like her mom right now. <laughs> Like her mom. Especially on the phone, right? Because one time I had to answer my mom's cell phone for a friend. I was like, hello? And she's like, oh, Tyra. I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and she did that that interview she just did on uh, the news station. And my cousins were like, if she don't sound just like you. Yeah. <laughs> I close my eyes. Right. Yeah. He said, I had to close my eyes and you're speaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that reminds me, Zoe, the name of your books that you, that are out now that you've illustrated. Oh. Cause you, that one's out and you have another one coming out too. Oh, there yeah. So I uh, have uh, uh, one that is called a girl with an Afro. A girl with an Afro. I'm going to put she, these all in the show notes. So, okay. She has one that is called, um, the girl, the black girl with an Afro. Mm-hmm. And then by the same author, her name is Katrina Anderson by the same author, because Zoe has repeat, um, people that come back to her and it's not just for her talent, which she is very talented, but it's also <laughs> for how she um, does her customer service, as you can say. She's very, you know, that's something that she has learned from her dad is yeah. when it comes to, you know, being dependable, doing what you're, what, what you say you're going to do and yeah. doing that. I just got that from my dad. You know, she got that from her dad, that, that, that work ethic. Mm-hmm. So the book right here, it says Black Girl with an Afro, with the Afro. That's by um, Katrina Anderson. Yep. Um, she has one called Buzz Leaves the Family of Colors by Jacinda Whitley. Now, that one is different. Buzz Leaves the Family of Colors because that was before. This, this book is odd. Zoe, this is her first book, yeah. but like the third book to be released. Zoe didn't know how to do digital art. Nope. 
So this is all hand and markers. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, And so Zoe, after that book, Zoe taught herself how to do, how to be a digital artist. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Okay. That's Jacinda Whitley. That's the name of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Buzzley's The Family of Colors. Yep. By Jacinda Whitley. And then another uh, book by Keisha Partridge is called I Want Out. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then another book by Katrina Anderson is a book that we don't have. It's just been released. Yeah. It is called My Melanin is Magic. Magic. And then the other one. Excuse me. And then the other one (laughs) that she started when she was in high. All of these. All these are in high school. Well, no. The Black Girl was an Afro. Buzz leaves the Family of Colors. Uh, you were in high school. The I went out, you're out of high school. Yeah, I graduated. And then, well, what about the one that's coming out in a couple I was of in weeks? High school. You were in high school, yeah. Yep. But that is taking the longest to come out. Yes. And But it's the longest book she's ever done so far. About 28 pages. And, and which, called, which one is that one? Um, everyone has a belly button. Every, everyone right. has a belly button. Yes. And that is by Serena Vincent. Yeah, right. That is the first book that she did. With a company. Yes, with a publishing company. The rest of it was published by uh, the the authors. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this one was dealing with a publishing company. And this is this is unschooling at its finest, Robin. (laughs) It is. It really is. How you learn through living and your experiences. She learned about contracts. She learned about LLC Mm -hmm. and tax. She learned about um when how you have to be on the schedule for certain things. Um, she learned about um, my daughter <clears throat> did not know how to draw babies digitally. I didn't know how to draw babies, period. <laughs> so I, she, yeah, so it was something she didn't do. So she researched and for a week before she started the book, she went on a boot camp on her own boot camp. <laughs> And you would think my child drew babies always. Huh. Yeah. She taught herself to do that because she had a problem. <laughs> yeah. She was going to sign a contract right. to do a book on babies. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it solved the problem. Yeah. It was yeah, a necessity. Right. The writer was like, yeah. like, oh, do you know how to draw babies? I'm like, yeah. She <laughs> told us she knew how to draw babies <laughs> because Zoe babies. was like, I'm going to draw babies. Yep. <laughs> and at the time, I was like, yeah, I know how to draw babies. And I told my mom, like, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to draw babies. But, <laughs> but I want to do this book. <laughs> but best believe within a week, she was drawing babies like a pro. Yeah. Because she taught herself. So my daughter is an, I hope I say it right, an autodidact. Right. That. If I'd have known that <laughs> years ago, oh my our homeschool would have been different. Way different. <laughs> but if Zoe needs to learn something, she automatically, and this is what I want, a lifelong learner. And to me, Robin, our kids, to me, this is just my opinion. This is the way of the future. <laughs> because you, we have kids that can be ready for any future. Right. A future Zoe that's did, so quickly that's right. all the time. Yep. That's yep. right. Zoe had no clue that she was going to have to know how to draw babies. <laughs> but because she is a self-taught type person and wants to learn on her own, she was like, I'm going to know how to draw babies. Yep. And she taught herself how to do it. And she did a whole book on them. <laughs> and that it. book will be released in March. And that book, I think all of her books are amazing, but that particular book <laughs> 
is surprising because Zoe did so, because a lot of her books, yes, they take detail, but they don't take that much detail. Yeah, it's you know? simple. Mm. It's simple. People want simple. This book is amazing. Zoe has illustrations in this book that has maybe 25 people in it. Wow. It is amazing. It, oh, wait till you got that book. Wait till you see this book when it comes out. Everybody has a belly button. Everyone yes. has a belly button. Serena Everyone Vincent. Everyone has a belly button. Like yep. Serena Vincent. It is going, it is amazing. And I also did it because I wanted to impress the publishing company. Because <laughs> I was like, look what I can do. Yeah, and and, 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 and you know what? Because of Zoe and how she is and how she is personable and friendly and listens, um, she has had such wonderful um, experiences with each author mm-hmm. and with moving forward, you know, she knows how to do now. Yes, she has had a couple of bad experiences throughout her, you know, career as being an artist, but they weren't bad, but they were like difficult in a way. Yeah. Right. So she knows how to deal with that. And I, and I keep telling her, Zoe, you know, not everybody is going to be as good as what yeah. you got, but it's been ending up like that because I said it's, and more has to do with her and how we are and how we work together because I manage Zoe. So they talk to me first and then they talk to us together and then they deal with Zoe. So you're her agent. system. Yeah. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. And you, you've created, this is your, like, the, these are our expectations and these are our, our guidelines and boundaries as well. And this right. is how we work. And, so yeah, that's important, right? It is important. Absolutely important. That's a part of business as well. Like this is what I can do. This is what I can deliver. And this is what's reasonable as well. And this is what I expect. So yeah. And we work well together. Yeah. 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 You do. Yeah. We work well together. <laughs> I love and, it. And you can, you know, I, I think, you know, her um, Instagram and her website and her Facebook. Page. But Zoe, will you just say it out loud? So if anybody's listening and they just want to go right now as they're listening yeah. um, to your Instagram, what's your Instagram handle and your website? My Instagram is art by Zoe, all lowercase. No, that no, it's art is capital A and then R-T-B-Y and then capital Z-O-I. Art by Zoe. Okay. Uh, Because I run Art by Zoe. Yeah, I'm not on it. She's not, she is social media, but she's not. Mm. I just make the art. And and, and you would think, you know, (laughs) being, being, yeah, she just does the art. There you go. The artist, absolutely. And Zoe Z O I or Z O I, depending what country you're in. Z O I, yes, Z O I. And on um, her um, website is www.artbyzoe. That's all lowercase. Um, dot com. And then for her Facebook is Zoe the Creative. Yeah. Creative spelled all the way out. Um, and you would think a child that is all into technology is not very much. She does not watch TV and she is not very much on social media except for Discord. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's so odd. <laughs> that odd. It is because you use a lot of technology with your art. And yeah. She, has, she watches no TV. No. And she's not really on Facebook at all. 
right? Know, I yeah. Instagram I a little bit. Instagram. The only thing she does is Discord, and that's it. Yeah, and game and a little bit. Yeah, that's like that's like my game. my son as well. He's like we we were we were the ones who encouraged him because he was like you know share his experiences, and Instagram right. was the easiest. But I mean, otherwise, he's not on anything otherwise and he's not yeah it's just not really his thing yeah, it's not it's not her thing and she's a mind but she's like, i don't have time i'm, I'm too busy doing yeah. more important yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. the actual art <laughs> yeah, exactly you're like i'm producing this like this business <laughs> yeah. our product. i'm making i'm making our products here yeah. and post yeah, yeah. 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 No post didn't go on you know yeah. that your art stuff so you know. <laughs> Well, I'm going to include all of these links in the show notes as well as for the book as well, too, uh, for the books, plural. And yeah, I'll have that all of that in there. So and and Zoe does do commissions every so often. It's yes, she does them maybe once or twice a year, but normally she paints and then and then and see and see, I would have kept her from that. (laughs) I didn't know the future and I thought I did. Well, nobody's going to want your paintings that come out of your mind. Yeah. And that hurt when she said I that. Know. I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah. I said that okay. because that's out of fear. Yeah. I said that out of fear, you know, commissions are working. Yeah. And Zoe was like, well, I wasn't happy with it. I'm not going to take that no more. I'm mm-hmm. going to paint what's coming out of my mind. And there's that. Mm-hmm. And I was wrong. My friend, <laughs> Her friend was like, well, forget you. Yeah, my, <laughs> friend, my friend was like, yeah, so you go on and do that. Yeah, you, exactly. Yeah, you yeah, do she said, I know I'm overstepping, but don't care. Yeah. <laughs> she said, Zoe, go on. Yeah, because I cried in the car and I was And I was like, tears. oh my God, like, what am I doing? What am I doing? I'm like, hi. She's like, why is she crying? Yeah, she's like, why is Zoe crying? And I told her and she just looked at me like, how dare you? Yeah, I know, like, <laughs> How dare you be an unschooler who is like, it's all about free, free. And then you're like, no. (laughs) Even even her kids were like, they're there. Like, how dare you, Miss Tyra? How dare you? So I was like on the tag, but it was it was a good needed. It was needed, right? It was a good friend. It was honesty. Yeah, it was honesty. Absolutely, and And out of that came. Her all of her creations. Yeah, and they were sold almost immediately. Immediately, right. And then they went into the museum. And then I met a really cool artist who mentored me. Yes. And it was just such an awesome It was a very awesome experience. And then she's had so many art mentors, Mm -hmm. you know, Miss Henry Marie, Kayla, and all of these people that saw something in Zoe because she was so young and that and I know that you have to go Robin yeah but that is something <laughs> that being an unschooler and I, and I tell people this your child may not find their ultimate passion yeah. but along your unschooling journey they're going to be so immersed and introduced to so many things oh, yeah they'll be so well-rounded in so many things that maybe um, one of them might be a passion eventually right. or they could, or could, you know, spin off and do another. Zoe wanted to be a chef, which she is, she is, but she's not professional. No, I'm just hobby. Zoe wanted to be a photographer, which she does do, but she's not a professional photographer. Another hobby. Another hobby. And I mean, a lot of things that I thought, Zoe is just going to be it. Yeah. 
And it's like, no. No. <laughs> That's just a hobby. Thank you for the classes, but it's not for me. Right. She said, what I'm really passionate about is painting, digital art, being an illustrator, and sewing, and, sewing, and designing clothes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah. The, the thing is, as well as all of those other hobbies still add to your passions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're all still, and there's something that maybe shift and change maybe in the years to come, but they all give you like they, there's always, there's still something to take from them that you can add into, to your other passions as well. They're not a waste of time. They're actually an oh, enhancement no. of what you love to do. Yeah. Girl, oh, no, yeah. that her being a chef, the child loves to cook. Yeah. She cooks. Oh my gosh. You want, she, you want some other roast and chicken? I got you. <laughs> awesome cook. In fact, that is her plan in the future. That's what she will used to say before COVID is that she would, she wants to travel the world learning about different cultures and how they cook and their art. She just yes. and she wants to live in yeah. Europe. Yeah. She wants to live in Europe and just paint and eat. Yeah. Eat and paint. I will yeah. just eat. And, and, just and, learn and, about and learn about cooking and find different kitchens that she can just be. Yeah. She wants to just experience um, art and how people cook from all around the world. And I told her, you know what? Save up your money and go do that. Yeah, I absolutely. Just There's call that. That's a huge college right there. <laughs> that's your. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it yeah. is. Yes, yep. it is. So yeah. I know you need to go, but we enjoy talking to you, Robin. Oh, I love it. Thank you I, so much, Tyra. Nice. Thank you, Zoe. I appreciate you guys taking the time. Of course. You know, so good. You. Any other time you want to do something, you know, yeah. let us know. Yeah, I, maybe I will. Keep it in. Like, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> I'm a clubhouse. You know, I'm, not, I'm not a clubhouse person, but I'll listen if you're in it. And I'll be like, yeah, you tell him, Miss Robin. Yeah. <laughs> She'll listen when it's your, when you're in it. Yeah. When it's yeah. your room. So you're welcome anytime, any, anytime. So. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. All right, y'all. I will, um, well, I'll talk to you in like two hours. <laughs> yeah. I have a room with Robin, so. Okay. <laughs> if, if you want to sit in on that one, that's fine. Actually, yeah, yeah it's just going to be the two of us today. So yeah, it'll be yeah. a good one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm I'm so excited for that, Robin. I have I'm really getting into it. That <laughs> that those three R's. They're oh, good. Yeah. Aren't they? yeah. I'm really getting into I, it. Yeah. Good. Now good. Yeah. That's it's yeah. a good one. It is a good one. I think so as well. We can we can go deep with those ones for sure. So oh, yes. Yeah. Reclaim, resist, and resilience. Yes. yes. Absolutely. It's, uh, that resist part. I mm-hmm. found a doctor, a doctor Gutenberg, maybe. Okay. She's a, a child psychologist and she has seven um resist resi- I mean it it is <laughs> blows my mind. I was like, wait till I tell Robin about it. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm looking. Oh yeah, I don't know this Dr. Gutenberg, so good. Okay. Dr. Gutenberg. Okay. I'm writing it. Yeah, I think it was Gutenberg. I think it was girl, you know, I didn't have my glasses on. Good Lord. We started G U. I, I Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm but I got already saved. I can go back and look at it, Zoe. <laughs> you can you can tell me you can tell me tonight so okay yeah i do that i i'll look at something and that's not even the word but i enjoyed it i enjoyed it thank you thank you very much next so, time next time my husband would be willing probably oh, fantastic. Yeah. 
Hey, because he wanted he wanted to in this one, but we both said no. It was like no, you, <laughs> Robin's not ready for that. No, <laughs> not all at once. Just not all at once. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be all right. We'll Definitely next, because I think it's good to hear the dad. So that would be great. Oh, yeah, we need to yeah. hear more from the dads for sure. So yeah. no, literally just tell everything. And and he has. <laughs> I'm sure he will. <laughs> yeah, and he has such a big part of Zoe's journey. And oh, yeah. I told him, I said, John, you are like I wouldn't even be in this situation. Yeah, it wasn't for him. Right. It's like you're a huge part of it, mm-hmm. and people need to hear about dads. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Part I agree. Life. Yeah. So that might be something different for you. You know. Yeah. yeah. My husband would be down. Okay. Okay. I'm. I definitely would like that. So I'll follow up with that. Okay. All right. Well, I'll talk to you in a couple hours. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, sweetheart. Have a good day. Thank you. You guys too. Right. Bye bye. Thanks for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share, leave a review or comment. I'd love to hear your thoughts, ideas and reflections on the episode. You can go to the website imhomeschooling.com or email me directly, robin at imhomeschooling.com.